0: Hi. Welcome to our law firm's latest media presentation. Our lawyers here at b and Capital law firm tailor our practice to business and employment visas. For over 25 years, we have been a boutique law firm that represents and helps employers hire foreign talent. Foreign talent comes in different ways when it comes to immigration. Foreign talent includes the following. International students authorized to work in the United States consular processing for foreign nationals actually living abroad, and also foreign nationals who are already here in the United States, but they need a particular visa to work for a new employer. But today I'd like to focus on the B in our name, B and E Capital Law Firm. The B stands for business in our law firm's brand. Specifically, I would like to dispel a very popular myth that a non-citizen or foreign national can only invest in the United States if they have a million dollars. I have met really successful businessmen and women all over the world who believed this myth and thought they were ineligible to migrate to the US to invest. What I'm about to explain shows how, as lawyers, we are successfully able to get these same business investors and their families a visa to the United States. For as little as $25,000 to manage and meet their investment goals. Come on back to our B&E classroom and I will explain. Hi, we're going to go ahead and review now in our library the difference between EB-5 versus E-2 visas, the big difference between the two visas and why you may qualify. EB-5 is traditionally known, as you know, as the $1 million visa. Traditionally, this is known as the million-dollar visa. In other words, a foreign national of the United States may apply for conditional permanent green card status. So a couple points to note here is that it is conditional. So after two years with the EB-5, you are going to be almost like audited by the US government, and they will come in and look at various things, to determine if you're able to proceed and get the conditions res, uh, rescinded off of your conditional green card. Important to know that this again is not a outright green card; it is only conditional. Secondly, the investor, as the investor, you're going to pay on your worldwide holdings. So whatever the holdings that you own throughout the world, the United States expects in exchange for this green card that they will be paid a percentage. The third thing about an EB-5 visa is, yes, it is a million-dollar visa indeed, and it is to create 10 jobs in the US as well. Those are the two big highlights that we're going to cover here because what I want to do is really highlight the difference for you, Okay, So the regional center is slightly different. I'm not going to define what a regional center is. It's just important to know that $500,000 is the investment required. So that is half of the investment of a million. These numbers have been adjusted and you would need to work with one of our immigration lawyers to understand that immigration does change these numbers from time to time. So the numbers could be in excess of a million and in excess of 500,000, okay? Also the laws governing EB-5 change, but what I've given you here is enough for you to see as we go into the E-2 investor visa, the difference, okay? So here we go. All right, so here we are, the E-2 investor visa, the bilateral treaty, and we will talk about why this bilateral treaty makes a difference. So first, the E-2 investor visa doesn't require a million dollars. Wonderful. What does it require? It's only that you have enough money to capitalize your business venture. Okay, so if your business venture is, say, one to two years in the starting, they don't want you to bet on your revenue as how you're going to fund your venture. They do want to see that you have a source of funds for the first one to two years. It's also very important that the E-2 is a non-immigration temporary visa, which if intent changes, you may adjust to a U.S. permanent resident with an experienced business and employment immigration lawyer who is an AILA member. So essentially you are doing a two-step process. This is what our firm much prefers to do for our clients is that you would pretty much kind of show that you can show the U.S. government that, hey, if you give me a chance to show you on a temporary basis that my plan is feasible and that I have intent to hire U.S. workers and even though U.S. workers is not mandatory, as you can imagine, if you can do that, that really helps to make the case for an E-2 visa to be successful. All right, the E-2 visa allows you to change, if you change your intent, okay, you can then apply for a permanent US green card, which we have done several times for employers who decide that, okay, even though I came here and I am doing this as a temporary investment, it has turned into a success, so I now would like to move forward with a possible green card. And we don't get into that more here, but just to let you know that there is a possibility to get permanent residency, even though you started out on an E-2 visa, we do it all the time, for our bilateral treaty countries. So let's talk a little bit more about the bilateral aspect of it. The first thing is a solid business plan that is needed to show that funds that are to be invested in the United States are irrevocable and not marginal. Working with a US immigration where you will understand the two, uh, the importance of these two terms and why it is important, okay? The big picture I will mention is that the US does not want you to say you're gonna invest money to get a visa. And as soon as one gets the visa, they then pull the money out of the economy. So there's many safeguards in place that the US government has for that. Your country also must be listed as participating in the E-2 Investor Visa Program, which is a bilateral treaty. You may find out if your country is listed by looking on the Department of State website. Say you don't qualify for EB-5 or E-2, neither of them suit your situation. Is there any other option? So. Right now, I would do, I would, I'm going to go ahead and cover three options. Again, I would encourage you at the end, I'm going to provide numbers. If you have questions, please go ahead and give us a call. But real quickly, let's run through this. An L1A visa is an intra company transfer visa. So if you are not able, for whatever reason, to do EV5 or E2, then if you have a company that you have abroad and you've worked for that company for one out of the past three years, then you can transfer yourself or you can transfer other staff. There's no there's no limit on how many people can be transferred if they are coming over to start a new company or a new office branch or a new division, okay? Or if they are coming over to an existing, say you have a company that's set up in both the US and abroad, then you can send your workers back and forth and your investment efforts in the terms of, again, a business plan need to be demonstrated to the US government. But in essence, this is a visa that allows you to transfer yourself and that investment or outlay that you're doing, whether for a new office or to expand your business, those kind of high-end tasks is what would qualify for an L1A. I haven't reviewed all of them. Please give a call to our office, contact us if you wanted to see if your business activity would qualify for L1A status. Now the H3 training program, we are really excited about this program because it allows US workers uh, and also uh, foreign national workers to learn each other's unique talents or unique uh, branding or how they do business. So if someone comes from overseas and they say have a new method of let's just say gardening, a real uh, cutting-edge gardening program. They're uh, they're using farming, and a lot of individuals, as you know right now, are turning their lawns in the United States into, into agriculture, okay? And that's just many, many reasons, which we won't get into here. Then, if you want to bring somebody from overseas to learn the methods of how you're converting your uh, lawns into agriculture, and then... You want to train them and then send them back over to their country. And then you want to kind of assist them with the ability to work with that company. That is an investment that you're making into that person so that you can profit overseas from them taking that talent back to the country and having learned this this ability to do this new type of farming, if you want to call it. And there's the various technologies that are being employed in this example that I gave that's not available in the in many foreign national countries. All right. So I'll give an example. Let's say Brazil. They may not at all be familiar with the new technologies being employed to turn your, your pretty landscape garden into agriculture. Okay. So a U.S. worker or a U.S. company who is doing that can decide, I want to open a branch of this in Brazil and i am going to bring a brazilian in for h3 training program the program is not available in their country and basically once they go back my plan is to open another branch and at that point they can work there in terms of an h3 and if that can become a us uh, permanent resident visa if they have those intentions it's important to call our office so that we can tell you about the limitations on that that's very important to understand how that would work. Finally, ONA visa is an investment of your talent. So say money is not, you don't have money. Then if you are a well-renowned person, such as a soccer player, which we've had various sports individuals, we've also had individuals who are just talented, like because they have outstanding talent, uh, recognized through publications and research. For instance, we had a client who did children. Who was the lead in children welfare and helping children who are in the system? She was out of Washington D.C., and she had led the charge in improving and finding ways so that young children in the foster care system could now have much better care. And her innovation made her a superstar. Okay, O oh, visa stands for outstanding. so you are able to invest your talent, and if you invest your talent into the United States and yes at some point you're going to have to have an itinerary or you're going to have to partner with a us uh, a us company who would fund the activities if it requires money for you to do the activities you talk about with your talent in the united states so there's your talent you have a following you have publications or your social media phenomena i'm giving an example and then you have the us who will have you come in and absolutely enjoy having you come in because your talent could be of value. Sometimes it's of national interest or you meet a U.S. business owner who wants to partner with you and wants to take your talent to the next level in the United States. I think that's the best way I can explain an O-1 visa, but just think O outstanding and also think, wow, I don't have to invest only money. I can invest my talent. For a consultation with one of our experienced U.S. immigration ALA lawyers, uh, we give us a call and we provide the information below. Our lawyers have over 25 years of U.S. immigration experience. We represent non-U.S. citizens and non-U.S. citizen companies. We also represent U.S. companies. and, And this is in business and employment matters, so all aspects of that. You may call or message us today and our number is 703-829-5881. Messaging is the fastest way to set up a consultation with us, or you may email us also at info at becapitallaw.com to schedule a time to meet. I hope and we hope that you found this helpful in better understanding your options to invest and in work in the United States, because it is it is more within your reach than you think. And we successfully represent clients every day who succeed with their U.S. immigration goals. Thank you.